0: Hello guys and welcome to Happy Single Mums. Are you really just going to copy everything I'm saying? Yes! (laughs) Hello guys and welcome to Happy Single Mums, a podcast surrounding real single mummy lives. So, here's your host, me, Khalifa. Hey guys, welcome to the Happy Single Moms podcast, I'm your host Khalifa. Today we have a magnificent lady from America, her name is Toisha. Um, I firstly reached out to her because she had she has these amazing journals and when I actually delved into her page, um, I found that she was a magnificent lady and an interesting woman, hence why I asked her to come on the podcast. So Toysha, could you please tell the audience a bit about yourself as well as your single mummy journey?
1: All right. So yeah, my name is Torsha. Um I in in the US, I'm from Nashville, Tennessee. Um I have a 10-year-old son. I work in healthcare. Um Yeah, I mean, I, I have these amazing journals that we're going to talk about today. I'm a little shy. Sorry. <laughs> it's,
0: fine. it's fine. So what how, um, how did you become a single mother then?
1: Um Well, so my son is 10. Um, I've been a single mom the whole time. We were just friends that had a child. Unfortunately, it didn't work out. Um, It's been a roller coaster of emotions over the years. But despite the circumstances, um, it's taught me. I've grown. Mm -hmm. Um, I will say, because it's not like God is good, but I was bitter (laughs) I was bitter the first few years um I felt alone and because I knew that I had to do it alone um I also watched him raise another child I had to watch him raise another child um that is not to um the age difference as far as him and my son they're only two months apart my son is his oldest child I didn't know about the situation until my son was six weeks um so I was very bitter in the beginning. Um, the journey has grew my prayer life and shown me how important prayer is for me mentally. Mm. Um, I always tell individuals, I don't condone intentionally putting yourself in situations to where you are raising a child alone. But, um, again, God has been so good to me. He's been so faithful. Um, it hasn't been as hard as I thought it would be yeah so did you have support from family as well I did Um, my parents um, more so my parents my parents um, I was blessed to have an aunt for like the first few years of me having my son I didn't have to worry about daycare because it was a you know a family business so I did my parents my parents have been awesome amazing and you <laughs> unfortunately son- with that comes with you know he doesn't really I don't really have the support from his family either so mm-hmm. my family has been my that's backbone.
0: that's awesome mm-hmm. my, my son's 10 as well actually so um how is it how do you feel um being a boy mom
1: I love it <laughs> <laughs> I love it. When I first um, found out I was having a boy or a child period, I was like, what am I going to do? Because I didn't grow up really liking cartoons. I loved um, talk show talk shows like Ricky Lake and stuff. That's probably so bad. Yeah. But um, I have grown to love Marvel and DC movies. Um, I am a football mom right now. He's playing football for the first year. Um, He plays baseball. Um, Children most definitely change your mindset and they open your eyes and ears and heart to so much more in life. I've grown um again to to love the things that I questioned and I did not know what in the world I just knew I just knew that he was going to be watching talk shows and everything with me (laughs) but it's been great I I love it I wouldn't I wouldn't want it any other way
0: yeah you're completely right in regards to the fact that children change because I know that when I was pregnant for some, for the weirdest reason, I said that um, I didn't want to breastfeed um, when I was oh, pregnant. Yeah. I was like, I'm not breastfeeding. I thought it was a bit disgusting for some reason. I was just like, oh, I don't want to be, I don't yeah. want to. Yeah, I just didn't like the <laughs> idea. Cause I, in my mind, I felt like, oh, if like, I just associated breastfeeding with sex. If you get what I mean? Like, I was like, oh, it's I, intimate. yeah. Yeah, I was like, no, 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 no. As soon as I have my child, um, he's, he's gonna have the bottle. And the first thing I did, because I had to have a C-section when um, my son came out, was just pull pull him towards my chest, and yeah, I wanted. I actually had a desire to, to to breastfeed him, and yeah, breastfed for maybe like three months or so. I'm and staying here, my, yeah, my it's fr- natural. Yeah, <laughs> and my family members were like, "I thought you said you weren't going to breastfeed." So, children, honestly, from the get-go, just change your perspective on on. On life, they just changed everything. So. Yeah, absolutely.
1: And, yeah. and it, ta- it, it takes a village and it pays off having um, a good, respectful child. I'm constantly reminded um, of that from, especially his teachers. I have two teachers that were his teachers last year. They still, to this day, come to his sporting events. They check up on me. Um, it makes people susceptible to wanting to help when needed
0: yeah definitely. definitely so on your um your page you speak a lot about your especially on your blog actually you speak um, a lot about faith and please tell me about your walk with God and um, I know there was a bit there was a blog post about you getting baptized so tell me how about your faith and your walk with God and how he's actually helped you raise yourself and your child to be the person you are today
1: yeah, I mean, from day one, um, I've always been, I was raised in the church, but having your own child that like changed my perspective on my, um, beliefs and things It just made it stronger, um, for me, um, I pray a lot when I, from the time I was pregnant, even to now, like I make sure that I pray, like I will pray my heart out, um, it, I know, like, (laughs) me getting baptized, I got baptized as a child, but I decided to do it, you know, um, at the last minute at a worship night um, here in town, Um, that for me, for my son to be able to witness that was just something that I won't forget, and he won't forget, and um, I make sure that he knows just pray. Like if you're taking a test and you're not sure about (laughs) where, like the, what you're going to be, what you're going to make, if you don't know something, just pray. Like, that's what God wants us to do. God wants us to talk to him. God wants us to come to him. And it's just, it's, I know that that is why single mom, my single mom journey has not been hard because of my prayer life and believing and, and having the faith. And mm-hmm. I even put the word on the back of my neck, which is probably so bad. But 100%. um, and I always um it is actually the word faith in a cross. And my parents are so not for tattoos. Um, I grew up to where they just didn't believe in tattoos. So um I think I blogged about that a little bit is um my tattoo. Um, my mom was not happy about it when I got it, and when I have a trial that's going on. If I'm, um, I always go back to that tattoo because I, I think just being human, we worry. Like our natural instinct is to worry rather than believe that God has it handled. So I always go back to that tattoo and think, God is laughing at me. Cause he's like, you know, you put that word faith on the back of you. You put mm-hmm. that permanently, like, let me test. Let me, let me test how good your faith is. Mm-hmm. You, you obviously put it on your neck for some reason. Oh, yeah. So I always go back to that and I tell people all the time, I know he is having the time of his life because of that, that I put, <laughs> but no, it, yes, it, it it's carried me. I think about that tattoo every time I am worrying about something like, girl, you didn't put that on your neck for nothing. <laughs> so talking but yeah.
0: about um, tattoos, cause I've got, um I've got three tattoos that I absolutely regret. Um oh. yeah, um, and <laughs> one of the titles I have, it's um, kind of like um, it's it's cogito ergo song, um, from a philosopher called Rene Descartes, but it says, um, I think therefore I am, but it kind of flips to thus whatever man thinketh, so shall he be, yeah. So. Um, when my son, him being 10 years old now, um, and when I when I get changed, because I've got um, a tattoo on my arm as well, like a star, he says to me, oh, mommy, mommy, can I have one as well? Oh. And yes, I, I, <laughs> I've been saying to him, no, no, Jojo, you can't have it, and mommy got it done when she she was very naughty, <laughs> you know, when I was being rebellious. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Your son ever asked you about, like, oh, mom, can I have a tattoo or anything like that, seeing as you've got one?
1: I don't think he has, not yet. I'm sure that it will be coming. He's asked me for everything else, like pierce, like a ear piercing and yeah. things like that, but not tattoos yet.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I think he's questioned because I, I probably have said things like, Oh, you shouldn't get your body tattooed. And I'm I'm sure he said something like, Well,
0: you have one, but yeah. um, it's so weird yeah. the things that we we've done yeah. in our youth. Like now when I see younger people and they want to get I'm like don't do it don't do it but when I yeah. was getting my tattoos and my mom was saying to me don't do it I don't really think it's right you're going to regret it I was like no I am I was just being all rebellious but now I'm just like oh,
1: and then we God. grow up yeah we have our own children <laughs> yes now we're telling our children that so hopefully they don't rebel against us <laughs> I,
0: I pray so I pray yeah it's so permanent and one of the tattoos I've got like I said I've got three um the first tattoo I got when I was 16 and I went to the tattoo parlor with my cousin and the guy I didn't this is how silly I was I didn't even have a plan so the guy said to me what do you want I said I don't know he said what's your name I said Khalifa and he put my name at the the bottom of my back
1: oh (laughs)
0: like I would forget
1: (laughs) when I like yes like you forget what your name was (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so when I got
0: home the first thing I did was um because you know I wasn't allowed to get legally over here so I think it's 18 to get a tattoo I got my tattoo when I was 16 so when I came home oh. first thing I did was tell my brother I was like oh, I, I've got a tattoo don't tell mum you know and um I showed him and we got into an argument maybe like a couple of days later and the first thing this guy did was mum let a tattoo <laughs> oh and, my goodness yeah, and my mom was like so you you mean to tell me you went to a teddy parlor and what you got was your name like how silly <laughs>
1: <laughs> he wasn't letting you leave without something <laughs> I was telling you.
0: but yeah it's just it's so it's so funny just to look back at life and the, the silly thing oh absolutely do. yeah absolutely. so yeah you like you said you said that your faith has, has carried you and you you um pray constantly um so yeah. Yeah, so let's go into the the journaling um because yeah like I said when I when I went onto your page why do you think um journaling is so important as a single mom? Well,
1: um it's a therapeutic outlet to release um what's on your mind and heart. You can see it and read it over as many times as you want. It's like a um a keepsake. You can see it and read it over as many times as you want. Um, I believe um, speaking power over your words and manifesting those things to life or sometimes even death. Um, sometimes journaling can be a release of things. That's why I say um, manifesting those things to death. And then when you speak things into existence, you speak things into life. Um, so that that's why journaling is important for me. It can be a, re, a release or just speaking things, speaking positive affirmations again, like it, it's a keepsake. That's
0: brilliant. And do you um teach your son to journal? Is it something that you're your um is yeah, because with with for me, when I when I first started journaling was I was advised to do it by my therapist, because she said to me, um, your emotions, however your mm-hmm. you're feeling a bit anxious. everything on paper and i've shared this before on my podcast that even throughout my pregnancy i was journaling and um a couple of months ago when i was cleaning my 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 attic and i actually opened up my journal and to see where i was emotionally then yeah the presence of where i am now it's just so amazing just to see that transitional period and the fact that I was writing, how am I going to cope? Um, I'm doing this by myself. I don't even know Mm -hmm. how to carry a baby. I don't really know if I even like children, you know, and looking at where I'm at now with my 10 year old. So, um, yeah. Do you, do you, do you feel like more women should be journaling? Do you also think that it's something that we should encourage our children to do?
1: I do. Um, being a boy mom, <laughs> although I will push anybody to journal, Yeah, boys are just different boys. I don't know if we can really just, we can try to teach them, but I don't think that is just something that boys would be interested in. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do believe that again, it's a therapeutic outlet. It helped like, there is nothing better for me than like you just said, Seeing what I was writing and praying about and um, planting back in my earlier years of being a mother to looking at that now, th- those days, I didn't think that I was going to get out of that hole. And then now we're looking 10 years later, it, it, it's the growth for me. <laughs> it's, and it, it's the push that we need. It's just, just seeing it like it pushes, it pushes me harder.
0: Brilliant. So, and um, please tell us about the three journals that you have.
1: Oh my goodness. Um, so the journals came about because my son um, he had COVID the beginning of September. Um, we both managed to get through the first wave without catching it. Again, like I said, I work in healthcare. Did not get it the first year. Um, as soon as school let back in this year, he was positive. Um, so some months ago, I had seen on TikTok how people were creating cute journal journals using canva so i made a mental note to kind of look into it um go back and but i just never i sat on it i have sat on this for months i saw this earlier this year um but while on quarantine i wanted to utilize my time wisely and i played around with it ended up creating three journals that it, it seemed like it happened so fast um it's just like it, it just popped up just the way that I created them just popped up I, I wanted to create something that I could relate to and that's being a mom I, I think so many people can relate to being a mom um so that is that's the whirlwind of it <laughs> mm. So but
0: TikTok, you- it was TikTok. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> so how did you then? Um, how did you market it, or did you know anything behind? Like, how, yeah, how did you manage to? Yeah, from A to Z, how did you? I'm, so you created um, it on Canva, but yeah, how did you market it?
1: I didn't plan on publishing it to Amazon. I just kind of had remembered, kind of reading the reviews and TikTok also, and seeing how uh, people were saying that. It was easy to put it on um, Amazon. And uh, again, that was something that I put in the back of my head. But the one particular person that I saw that was kind of teaching about the journals and how to make it, she kept speaking about Amazon. So I tested Amazon out a little bit. Um, I was just going to make them um, buy a few and here locally sell it at little um, like expos, farmers markets here, and things like that. But um, I, I chose Amazon, and it's it's been great. <laughs> I didn't expect it to be as great, and especially family and friends, even coworkers, to really just look forward to these. They're really, yeah, they're they're, it's the support. They're supportive.
0: That is brilliant. So speaking about the the pandemic, obviously during the pandemic, you birthed um, the business. Um, I did. Did you learn anything about yourself during the pandemic? Um, Patience for one.
1: Um, I think I learned patience just being a single mom, but uh, more patience and just living um I think for uh, I'm gonna say eight years I was so wrapped around just being a mom and making sure that my son you know is taken care of to where I kind of forgot about me yeah. um but with the pandemic the world kind of shutting down for a moment um coming back in I remembered me like torshi you have to live too you can be the best mom that you can be, but you have to live like you're going to look up one day and life is just going to be, it's going to be halfway gone. Mm -hmm. So that's something that I have been better at doing, especially this year, kind of going out with friends, even by myself, just to even go and have lunch or something by myself, just Do more for me, whether it's a massage or going to get my feet done, taking time for me because we need it. Our children need us to be in the right mind, be sane and um, again, prayer again. But for me, that has been my biggest thing is. Reminding myself that I have to take care of myself, too. Mm -hmm. And even therapy, I even started therapy a few months ago. So, and how are you finding that? Um, it's it's been great. It's interesting, <laughs> but um, it's been great yeah. to me. It's just it's like writing in a journal, except for you're kind of telling, talking to a person about what you're writing in your journal.
0: Yeah, definitely. I liken therapy to um, onions when, when I'm speaking to people because you're just peeling every single layer just to mm-hmm. yeah,
1: it's, it's, it's actually yeah
0: having therapy for me is very very therapeutic <laughs>
1: yes yeah and, and hearing more especially african-american people um seek therapy which is great because i think we are taught as children that we don't need therapy like something has to be wrong with you to be in therapy Mm -hmm. you don't have to have anything wrong to seek therapy (laughs) therapists are there (laughs) I don't even know how to put it but I think the the main thing is you don't have to have something wrong to seek therapy and that's what we were grown up to learn is you don't
0: I, think, need. I think I think ideally when whenever I hear a lot of people say oh no why are you in therapy what's wrong with you I I often tell first them point. yeah I often tell them that for holding weight when something happens to you who's the first person you call you call your mom or you call your girlfriends yeah they're, they're the unpaid therapist in your life you know mm-hmm. so, and then they they're not even equipped because am yeah. not a bad advice that I've been given by by girlfriends, you know, in mm-hmm. in the past. Like, so ideally, it's best you speak to someone that's actually that can help you process and align those. Thoughts, yeah. Especially the help you shut down the inner critic that is at the back of our minds that's saying I can't do this, I'm this, I'm that, and a the therapist can help you just on the yeah, they can help you just put one foot in front of the other. So yeah. yeah. To unload. Yeah. Yeah definitely so what advice would you give to a single mom listening right now being it that we are both uh um not halfway because our kids are just 10 but yeah, <laughs> yeah. just am <laughs> um, I there what advice would you give to a single mom right now listening to you
1: to keep living intentionally don't don't give up it's gonna get easier pray believe um Our children need us to be the best mentally. Like our our children, just like I said, just taking care of us, live intentionally. Our children need for us to be healthy and just don't give up because there were so many times that I wanted to give up. I just, um, yeah, (laughs) yeah. It It kind of makes me emotional just thinking about it because I know where I was mentally then, and just now, like God is good. Wow, God is definitely good.
0: (laughs) Talking about prayer, would you mind actually praying for um, single moms listening? I know it's a bit. um, I haven't. I didn't put that in the questions, but I am just led to ask you to pray because you've mentioned prayer like six or seven times now. So I'm thinking you must be. (laughs) you're in Nashville that's where the, the yeah the, the gospel gospel artists will spring out of your town so is that something that you'd mind doing for single moms yes. oh absolutely how oh, brilliant
1: lord I just ask that right now you just touch every every single parent whether whether it's a man or a woman just Touch them right now and just. Don't let them give up. Um, Things may be hard right now. But they will be easier. Days will be. Every day will not be. Easy. (laughs) Um, Oh, my gosh, I'm so nervous. (laughs) I just pray that you continue to push us for us to be the best parents that we can be for our children. Um, Continue to just keep your hands over on our children. Bless them to be the best individuals that they can be. If anyone is struggling right now with, with their children, Lord, because that even sometimes can be hard. I just pray that they have the best support to help and I don't know I'm just so nervous I'm sorry it's fine it's fine but Lord just just bless every single parent because again it's it's not it's it's not easy
0: yes Thank you so so much. I really I know yep. I, I put you I put you on the spot there. You did, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, I put you on the spot. Thank you so much for taking up the time and um, speaking to me, speaking to um, speaking into the lives of other single parents and praying. I, yeah. yeah, it must yeah, put you on the spot. Um I want to thank you so much for your your journals because obviously the pure fact that your journals have journal journaling has helped you um like heal in a way yeah. and it's so awesome that during the pandemic during such a crazy time where people yes. were emotionally um uncertain you decided to provide a service to help others you know so that's that's something that is just magnificent so i'm happy that you yeah you you yeah. watch TikTok. <laughs>
1: I know, and I wasn't even into TikTok before uh, all of this, so this is new for me. I don't know what I'm doing on TikTok. <laughs> I had to ask, uh, like, what do you do? Like, how do you do this? So <laughs> that's brilliant. So, where can people find you on social media? Um, all right. So on, so as far as the journals, um, you can search my name on Amazon. Um, my first name is spelled t-o-i-s-h-a last name is white w-h-i-t-e um, or you can find me on instagram at i am underscore torsha renee and again there's no r on my name it's t-o-i-s-h-a-r-e-n-a-e and there is also a link in my bio that will take you straight to the journals on amazon
0: brilliant thank you so much for taking out the time and coming on the happy single moms podcast
1: Oh, you're welcome. Continue. Oh, I, I, I want to thank you also, because um, I think one of the things that you kind of emailed me is about my goals before the year is up. And one of the things that I um, have me kind of sitting on also that some people that don't even know that I thought about this have been um, mentioned about a podcast. And my brother's like, you should start a YouTube. I'm like, Yeah, okay. (laughs) Um, So you're my first, um, you're the first person who has invited me onto a podcast. So I want to thank you for um, that. So hopefully that's something that in 2022 that I can kind of learn a bit and push into doing
0: do it it's been so refreshing for me and it you builds your confidence honestly you, you yeah you love it just go yeah. into it. you're not you're not gonna be perfect I'm not perfect <laughs> yes um, I don't even like listening to my own voice and people say oh yeah but your podcast but I don't even like hearing my own voice afterwards but yeah just do it do it like no, yeah. yeah life is too short we've we, been we oh, in this pandemic so and I feel like if you have a gift I'm like I, I'm, a, I'm a Christian as well and I strongly believe that we're, we're going to be held accountable for the gifts that God's given us you know so if you have yeah. a gift if you've got a voice then just do it do it whilst you're afraid and do it if people say there. do it Even if people reject you, people say, no, I don't want to come on your podcast.
1: And and that's one of the reasons I've sat on these journals um, for so long before I even did anything. Cause I think the fear of failing, the fear of them not doing well, but just one day I was just like, you know what, whether you fail or not, whether you sell five or you sell five hundred. You did it. You took that leap of faith. There we go. That faith word again. Yeah. <laughs> God is I'm okay. The faith. But um like you said, we only live once. That's what I said earlier. Live intentionally. Just just yeah. do it. Yeah, just do it. True. Single moms just do it. Exactly. <laughs> Don't let fear stop you. Yeah. You're going to look up and your kids gonna be off to high school, college,
0: <laughs> and then you would have already carved out a life for yourself with all your dreams. So that's the thing. As much as we are yeah. um, cultivating and raising our kids, we also need to carve out our lives as well. Yes. You know? So we're not, and we want to that. give
1: our children that push. I wanna. Uh, my son has been mentioning about college, and I know at ten years old that's like early, and boys don't typically talk about college Uh, not a lot especially at that age but just to hear him talk about college and his plans for college I'm like son that's great I'm glad like he is so bent on LSU I don't know what it is about LSU but it's something with LSU and that's where he wants to go and hopefully he continues to have that drive and push to want to go to college want to do our our children are watching us exactly they are some people these journals may be little but to him he's he's gonna look at me one day and be like you know my mama did it Mm -hmm. she didn't let fear stop her
0: yeah honestly and yeah like we said this is the world is what what, one thing it has shown us is that we can't rely on our jobs we can't rely on the government so we just have to rely on god Mm
1: -hmm.
0: yeah for some yeah this year we've been asked to sit at home well this and last year as well the pandemic made us sit at, sit at home and look at ourselves in the mirror you know mm-hmm.
1: so
0: yeah and know what no, we've never been in a time like this before at all and we're living in so much uncertainty yeah. as well right now so why not have mm-hmm. your own side hustle why not pursue your dreams because
1: yeah why not pursue your dreams because even with me being out on quarantine I think Um, One of the unfortunate things that I was shown and so many other people have been shown is I'm not going to say that my job doesn't care about me, (laughs) but um, that's something that especially a lot of parents have been able to witness from these corporate jobs is they just want us there working. They, They pushed me so hard to come back before his quarantine was up. that I stress more about them stressing me out about coming back to work than I could about my own son getting well from COVID. So, um, and I had already did these journals before, um, that kind of probably like the day before, and then they kind of started stressing me out. So I, I think we're seeing a lot of that where these jobs are seemingly not caring about they just want us right. there
0: yeah I think that, yeah a lot of companies they've lost the human touch you know mm-hmm. and, yeah and one thing I have realized is that um, with what I worked for social services there was a guy that had cancer and um, so he couldn't really come into work as often and yeah the way they treated him was yeah they quickly just said all right fine we're gonna we don't necessarily sack him but made it very very uncomfortable that like, look your workload is we, we need you to deliver these caseloads and they're really horrible it just yeah it just made me realize that we're yeah it's kind of like an assembly line like okay if you're not productive move we can hire someone else if you're not productive move you can hire. and it, we've really lost our human touch when it comes to yeah. organizations so i'm all for the side hustles Because yeah, even the Bible says that you should have like seven seven streams.
1: I was about to say, do it all.
0: Do it all, definitely. (laughs) If you can bake cakes, bake cakes. If you can, you know, if you have a car and you know the other mums in the school need someone to pick up their kids, pick up the kids. If you can do Airbnb side hustles, yeah, do that. You know, but just do more than the nine to five. Nine to five is wonderful, but just Mm -hmm. use that to fuel your, your dreams you know and even sometimes some people even have um maybe yeah they, they don't even want to have a side hustle that, that within itself is fine but at least get work in a company that really appreciates your talents Yes, i would say and values you
1: absolutely absolutely
0: yeah definitely. yes ma'am so thank you so much for coming on the podcast
1: thank you for <laughs> inviting me no worries